0: Welcome to the Hunters Hub. Uh, this is Fortuan tuning in with co-host Haru. How you doing? Hello. This
1: week I breathe a substance that lowers your elemental resistances. Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll be getting into that. Um, that makes you a Cortos, I suppose.
1: <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> no ASMR, I promise. No.
0: Um. Uh, Thank you, uh, Wolfie Mellon, for the music uh, that probably ended right about now. (laughs) Um, And uh, we're just going to be talking a little bit about some Monster Hunter uh, Iceborne news uh, to begin with, and then a lot of what I've been playing and some of what Haru's been playing. Um, Apparently, you've been pretty busy this week, Haru, so it looks like you didn't get to play too much, but... I've been playing a smattering of things, we'll say. Just,
1: um, just Ace Combat, man. Just more Ace Combat, man. Um, which
0: is, I mean, if you like it, you like it. So
1: that's true. I'm, so this is this is very lowercase N news. Um, there mm-hmm. was a Famitsu interview that had some reiterations and some little details. Uh, you know, keep in mind it's translated, so yeah. So Band or uh band Dino on Twitter, uh was, you know, sharing some of these things, if you want to follow him, and he some of the points he had was that Kortos in the new Horfrost Frost region, uh they are gonna lower your elemental resistances, which uh Fortune and I were talking about it. it's sort of like uh, uh defense down, but for elements.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which defense down uh, uh i think it was for like the 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 monster i remember doing it the most to me in the old days was actually a cantor um because a cantor's uh bite gave you a defense down or something like that something crazy um so this is like freedom unite days um also uh Hornitar, not Hornetar. Uh, Vespoid Queen, there we go. Vespoid Queen also gave a massive defense down. So I'm wondering how effective the... Cause I hope the Cortos, which are just the, you know, the, the, the flying wyverns around, don't give you a massive elemental debuff considering, you know, ice is an element and we're surrounded by ice.
1: Okay, so small monster has an impact on your fights in the area can can we say mm-hmm. it is kezu back or, or can, not kezu uh conchu conchu is what they were called
0: oh 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 the the Konchu. Uh, These are some very yeah, dusty I
1: pathways don't... in my brain people just give, give me a minute <laughs>
0: Yeah, for for those who, who played in World and don't know uh previous iterations, Kanji were like these little pill bugs that were actually attached themselves to weakened part of monsters and give them super armor. <laughs> so you'd hit like you'd actually get like a um a, like a bounce animation like you were hitting a hard spot even though it was a weak spot because a Conchu was basically protecting it. Um and it, it became uh, quite the 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 in joke uh, for hunters to Hate on Conchu. Uh, I don't think Kortos will be near that bad. Although I never had a lot of problems with Conchu. I just I feel like this is like, hey, this is this cool little thing they do. But like, I don't I don't feel like it's going to be super consequential. Because yeah, a,
1: yeah, probably not. But I actually thought the Conchu so, like attaching themselves to monsters. I thought that was cool technology.
0: It was yeah. It was a cool concept. Um... Uh, the The thing about the about the defense, the elemental defense down, uh, I think it's going to, I think where it's really going to kick in, where we first see it, is fighting Beaitodus. So Beaitodus looks like the first actual elemental monster we've seen, right? Because um, uh, it doesn't look like, uh, but Bonoboros? Bonaburos?
1: Well, yeah. F- Bonboro, I, I forgot
0: was... Bonboro, see that I already forgot his name Bonborough does not look like he's Ice Element as much as just I'm gonna beat the shit out of you Element well
1: so. I think it's like Devil Joe in that if it's in the Elders Recess it'll pick up like flaming boulders and it can inflict the element that way it's not like inherent to his body but I think so right. like Rock Boulders uh, Bonboro throws uh, I think they can give Ice Blight at least
0: Okay, yeah, I could see that happening, T- like Tigrex does when he hits the ground and that kind of stuff.
1: So, okay. yeah. uh, there's the interviewer goes on to note that uh, the Horfrost region, uh, and I'm paraphrasing Ben like Iacus here, uh, mm-hmm. isn't too far away from the New World, and it can even be considered itself a quote-unquote New World.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw your comment on this. It's like, how many new worlds are we going to get? Because,
1: like... <laughs> I mean, if you really dig into the annals of Monster Hunter, apparently they were calling, because it was such a refresh, they were calling Monster Hunter tries setting a new world. But they didn't, like, push, it wasn't as much in the game as it was in, like, the extra game materials. Uh, but, yeah, this is, like, what, the fourth time or the third time?
0: Right. Yeah, because... Did they call wherever, like, Moga Village or whatever that was in Tri, did they call that a New World too, even though, like, there was already a village there?
1: I don't think they called it in the game, uh... in the game's dialogue or anything.
0: Okay. Well, New World is not a new thing to Monster Hunter World. Like, I think there was another game that called something the New World. Like, the, uh... No, 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 it wasn't, um... It wasn't the whole town. It was, like, the the new area that they put in uh, from Portable 3rd, which was the...
1: Oh, the, oh crud. The, the Misty Peaks, is that? The yeah, new the World? Misty
0: Peaks. It's, like, yeah, that was, like, the new, like, uh, oh, gosh, the new region or whatever. It didn't call it New World. But, like, they've done that with maps. Like, every time they introduce a map into the generation, not not necessarily a game, but, like, when the expansion has the new whatever map, like a Horfrost Reach is right now, like okay. <laughs> they always they they always kind of like, hey this is the new place undiscovered, you have to explore it, like um, they did that with the Old Forest um, which is, this is confusing I know, but the Old Forest was the name of the place that Nargakuga was when they introduced him in Freedom Unite <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> they did the same thing. It's like this, this uncharted new, you know, new land. I think is so, the name. So,
1: so it has to be always like the uh, the story premise is that your uh, your hunters exploring this area for the first time. Not necessarily it's another new
0: continent, right? And there, it's so weird because they have like, I'm, no, I'm not going to get into the whole like, uh, Volcana is some legendary monster that we just discovered yet we have yet we have mythos on it but um the they tend to do this a lot where they are like they uh, and this is not just like a monster hunter world problem this is a monster hunter problem it's It's a sequel problem right it's like here's the legendary whatever beast but like no one's ever faced it and survived and it's like how many monsters have said that like uh, the first time it was Fatalis, right? And then, or no, not even that. It was Leo shun It's like shun Lung. Like no one's ever survived its attack, but you somehow have to defend the whole town against it. And well, I mean, that uh, kind of
1: dialogue is just to raise stakes. But it's it's the legendary Pokemon gimmick because they have to they have to make new Pokemon to make it interesting. But they have to have them have some significance to make the story premise work.
0: I mean, I know I'm an outlier on the whole what Pokemon are exciting and thing. But, like, I'm okay with just, like, different Pokemon. Like, hey, here's another, like, six different types of bug types. And here's some other fairy types. And, like, I don't need them to be, like, super, super legendary. Like, uh, I don't know. Arceus, the Pokemon god. Like, what is... Like that brings so many questions to my mind of like, what is the ethics of like keeping the god of Pokemon in a ball? Well, that's
1: what like I bought <laughs> that. Like I bought it up to that point because that was a way to raise the stakes from previous legendary Pokemon. It's like okay, these is like dimensions, like time, space, and like Jesus, I guess. <laughs> but but right. after that, I kind of like okay, it's just more now. It's just more. Um, and I'm
0: okay. It, I'm okay with more. They just. Eh. I know it's was the Pokemon tangent, but, but like, I was wa- uh, Did you happen to see Detective Pikachu? Because I actually I got to haven't. watch that. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, but they kind of... They kind of, like, skim over the whole Pokeball issue, right? Because, you know, like, you're basically keeping an animal trapped inside of a ball, right? But, mm-hmm. like, you only see... Like one Pokeball in the whole movie, like everyone's Pokemon just walks around with them, so they kind of skirt the whole Pokeball idea. And I was like, "Yeah, Pokeballs."
1: There's sort of like an uh, explain away for the technology of the Game Boy, too, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So, like, it was, it was, it was interesting to see. Like, okay, here's like a real take on Pokemon. Like, this is what like this is what it would be like, you know, if we weren't talking about trapping animals and keeping them basically in a ball. Yeah, you know, it's like I don't know. I, I imagine it's like having horses but not having enough space for horses. Slavery. You can just I, say slavery. I was gonna go lighter, but yes.
1: Like <laughs> like Oh no, they're conscious beings. That that's what it is.
0: Horse is a conscious being you know, it may not be able to do math, but they have feelings. I know, but
1: intelligent conscious <laughs> beings. Some okay, po- okay. some Pokémon.
0: I'll give you that.
1: <laughs> They're like people people you
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I don't know. Like the back to the Monster Hunter thing. Yeah. It's like that the it just like the raising the stakes and raising the stakes and raise, it was just why we got into the same Pokémon thing. It's like it, like I don't I don't need you to raise the stakes. I just need to say I need you to say, "Hey, look, something happened over here. We're now going to expand our research into this area we haven't gone to yet. We don't have to learn about the legendary, uh, you know, like Volcana. We don't have like, oh wait, there's also an Elder Dragon here we didn't see before. That, like, that's good enough, right? Like, uh, I don't know.
1: Oh no, this Ice Elder Dragon. Want- what's it gonna do? freeze the area that's already covered in snow
0: yeah i know oh no it's cold though now i do like um this is this is something that they touched on with seregius actually it was the whole point of monster hunter 4 uh, ultimate which was seregius being an invasive species um i do like the sort of angle that we've seen so far with narga that seems to be an invasive species like, maybe Volcana drove Narga out of the ice, but our Narga is not an ice dwelling monster. So, I don't know how that's working out. I don't know how they're going to explain why it came or where it came from. But it sounds like Narga is an invasive species because, yeah, it's fighting Rathalos and apparently winning. Which doesn't make sense to me because Narga has always been a weaker monster than Rathalos. But, anyways, and weak to fire.
1: Yeah, I think um, <laughs> I think one of the things they're sort of setting out to do is they want to add monsters like Rare's history that sort of are plausibly uh, challengers to the current like Odagaran, uh, like, you know, Diablos, Rathalos.
0: Okay, you know, and I'm um, I'm perfectly okay with them having more apex monsters in an, in an environment. That's awesome.
1: And you know we've also we need seen more. it too in the Elders' recess because we've seen that key art of Velkana coming to the Elders' recess and fighting Nergante. So there's that's that's the clash for that area.
0: It's true, but that's also isn't that the the whole reason why a bunch of Elders were coming is they were attracted to what is his name? Zanajiva. Yeah, there you go, Zanajiva. It's like, why did I blank on that name?
1: Yeah, that's that's yeah. the reason in the base game, but this takes place after. Uh,
0: I know, so why would Vilcana still... I don't know. It's the Elder's Recess, the it's the
1: name. It's, it's got the sign up on the highway. Uh, we have the, to get through this, the, so I'm going to move on. Uh, surprise, surprise, they're going to add more monsters that use the ice element to the Horcross Reach. And, you know, give that a moment to just so you can understand it. Uh, so you can hop around. Uh, but, you know, that, okay. that to me kind of tips off two of the ice monsters we haven't seen are Aroshikiran and Alatrion. So
0: they could be... That yeah. could explain Although that. Alatrion's all elements, but yes, yeah. I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I... I I'm pretty sure that Alatrion is going to be, like, the... like So, so like, Kushala, Valkana, like, all that the tier of Negragante, like, that's a whole tier of monster that is, like, Elder Dragon, but they're not, like, boss monster you know what I mean? Like, um, you always had the mid boss monster, which in our case was big giant volcano walking dude. Right. Zora Magdras?
1: Yes. So you mean like a siege monster?
0: Right. So the siege monster is always sort of the big walking Hulk, like. But he's always sort of like the mid game boss in the, the Monster in series, and then we have, like xeno Jiva, fatalis you know dire morales all you know alatrion himself like the end game this is the boss of the boss atlka like you know like the you know boss of the boss monsters i could see alatrion being that boss of the boss monster not Volcana, because Volcana is that one step below you know what i mean it's like that right. almost there so I could see a Latrion being that that you know the the, the epitome, the Fatalis equivalent, um, you know, because a Elat- Latrion is pretty big deal. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, a uh, Latrion is definitely like Nergriante tier, if not above, or is an a Jeeva tier tier. Oh my god. Anyway, I was I, I was thinking as you said, the siege monsters, uh, they're sort of prominent in the story, like they had. Um, in Monster Hunter Four, we started in a ship that got harassed by Darren Moran. And Monster Hunter yes. World, we started on a ship that got picked up and suplexed by Zora magros <laughs> and we had to climb on Zoramagros for a bit. Swear to God, <laughs> we start Monster Hunter Six and we're like, "Oh no, a Delameter!" Not, not right now. Like they gotta, oh no, they gotta go for like. Just do try. Just do like an understated intro. Delameter. Be-
0: I don't know where Delamiter fits because, like, it's obviously not like the super endgame monster, or is it? Is it? Is it the 4U endgame monster?
1: The difficulty here is that there's a lot of times there's three. Like, 4U had Shigaru and it had Delameter, or 4, just based game 4, it had Shigaru, Delameter, and um, uh, Darren Moran.
0: Yeah, I guess Delamiter would be the fourth gen. No, because that's supposed to be Narcocos. I don't what? know.
1: That was Generation Narcarcos.
0: Oh, you're right. Never mind. I get them confused. They were all on 3ds. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> okay,
1: different <laughs> games, but sure.
0: Pretty. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get them, I, you know, I got them confused. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I guess Delameter would have been the Fatalis level equivalent. You know, like the end and the game. Huh. Yeah, Delender,
1: um, It's kind of interesting to think about it just briefly, because if you if you notice the Spear Tip Crag, it's it's arena. It's this sort of like cloud breaching, like end of days looking, uh, just oh, like yeah. spire, sheer spire of a mountain that's just curled about and just like that's because it, looks it calls like down the meteors. The from very like the sky atmosphere. looks
0: like it's in a battle constantly. <laughs> just like thunder, lightning, clouds, light piercing through. It's just like what is going on. <laughs>
1: And if you think about, ripping apart if you think about the Rotten Vale, it exists uh, beneath all those spires of rock that form the Coral Highlands above. Yeah. So these Delameter used to like roost on these Coral Highlands that are all st- these like rock mountain spires. They used to coil around them, and they all became extinct for whatever reason in this area. And they fell into the Rotten Vale, and that's where their bones reside.
0: Right. I always thought it was one Delameter. Do you think it's multiple?
1: There is like eight, 12 different diameter tails in that map, so I don't know. Maybe it's one. but Hmm. It, it okay. seemed... Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um Yes, yeah, so the, they detailed that the sort of Hunter armor, the new Hunter armor set, it's like furry and you have a cap and it looks sort of vaguely uh, like it has a little bit of a periscope on it yeah or goggles uh, that's not even an armor set that's a layered armor that's uh, it doesn't have stats because people are just gonna just gonna craft a beotatas's armor and move on you know
0: yeah Bonboro I think it's the one people are really excited about with the Viking beard and antlers and yeah uh,
1: yes I too have played world of Warcraft and played mm-hmm. a dwarf.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the New World. Go to the continent of Azeroth and Dunmoreau. Anyway, um. Yeah, so th- there was another tidbit I wanted to touch on, which was. Uh, if if you actually look at the 15th anniversary artwork, it's actually been updated now to include uh It's <laughs> sort yep. of, like, glowing very obviously now.
0: Right, yeah. It didn't feel like it was incomplete, but then you put it in there and it's like, oh, oh yeah. Of yeah, there's a lot of it...
1: negative space that it started with.
0: It did, um, uh, it did kind of uh, bring to the fact that... Uh, how much did um, did uh, uh, Valstrax get uh, covered up in that artwork? Because, man, <laughs> he is hard to see. Like, I didn't even realize he was in there until, like, we started talking about, you know, oh, there's Valkana. I was like, holy crap, Valstrax is there? Like, him and Kushala are like... Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's just...
1: Uhm, <laughs> um, Naragakuga is pretty teeny too, and what I wanted to point out is that you can actually look at that artwork and compare it to the new screenshots of Kuga, and you can tell, based on the pattern of like fur on the face, it's using the same model. So, mm-hmm. theoretically, there could be other iceborne monsters with new, uh, with new models lurking, uh, in that render. True. Who knows? I think I think some of them you'd be crazy to think are going to make into the game. Or at least that's proven by that art. But anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So, uh. and yeah, another p- big piece of news we got was that um, Iceborne's going to have updates in the sense of uh, Devil Joe added in the first update. Yeah. So, like, the, the way the context he spoke of this was like, over and above event quests. Like, there's going to be a new event quest, of course, but also we're going to be planning updates for the game. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I I think they'll probably add all the new monsters in, like, vanilla. And if they have, like, some fan service, like a Zenogre or whatever, that'll probably be in, like, the teaser for month two or whatever.
0: Okay. I'm excited to see just more monsters, even if they are you know, old ones or even new ones like a, uh, Isis, we haven't seen, we haven't seen, uh, at least two monsters in that, that have to be in horror frost reach. Like there's at least two more. in the fact that we don't have the mid tier monster. Right. So we, don't, um, so for reference, we don't have something like, uh, uh, what is, Radaban, uh, it was the equivalent in.
1: Um, oh right! Why yeah. am I
0: blanking the names? Why am I blanking the Rotten names? Veil Yeah, Rotten Vale. So Odogaron would be the apex, and then Radoban is the mid tier, and then Great Gyros is the bottom tier. And it's easy to talk about the Rotten Vale in this aspect because there's literally three and one per tier. Like, <laughs> you know. Taking out Valhazic, like you have, so there's technically four tiers. There's the bottom, there's the middle, there's the apex, and then there's the elder. But of course,
1: because of whatever, course, because of whatever dev decision or technology decision, elder dragons don't mingle with the lesser monsters, the lower classes. Not
0: usually. Val Val does have a uh, uh, what? Gosh, why am I always forgetting the names of things today? Turf war. The, yeah turf war i was going to say the fight with another monster uh the turf war with odogarin there is a certain quest that no does that's um, leap, that's right i think it's on. the
1: one to get like the grab the rock city mantle or something like that
0: yeah it's 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 somewhere there it's definitely an optional quest i think i think it's just an optional quest and um yeah, that Odagaran actually jumps on Val, uh, Val's back, and you're like, "Holy cow!" Like Odogren means means business here, because it's actually like uh, it looks like it's gonna take him down. And then as everyone forgets Miasma, and Miasma really just just borks <laughs> the uh, the whole plan of Odogarin there, and he's like, "Nope, I'm out."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool. It, it like it, it like almost knocks it out. In a way that yeah. uh, Volzak doesn't necessarily move in its actual boss fight.
0: Yeah, I guess I, I assume it's kind of like uh, a dog attacking a skunk if the skunk was like seven times its size, like, <laughs> but the dog was still winning.
1: <laughs> That's actually yeah, skunk elder dragon, huh? Yeah, uh, I hate kind that. Kind of. But moving on.
0: <laughs> cool. So I hate I it. <laughs> Sorry. There's a YouTuber uh, I started listening to, to and she's like, uh, she does, like, movie reviews and stuff, and that's, like, one of her things. She's like, awesome! I hate it!
1: No, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely a uh, element of common parlance. Um, and the last thing, uh, update, is that Capcom, like, their merch or, like, store Twitter account uh, put mm-hmm. out a tweet with a new, like, model set that has some of the Iceborn monsters, and it yeah. said... Uh, like it, it showed pictured like five monsters. Uh, and it says, "Oh, this will also include a sixth monster for Iceborne that's going to be new, but it hasn't been revealed yet." So they're not okay. picturing it yet. So surprise, surprise! There's going to be more monsters in the Monster Hunter DLC.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we kind of figured that anyways. Like I said, there has to be at least two more to flesh out the Horfrost Reach, as per the. Previous established ecological layers that they've they've done, so.
1: And you know we can all assume that there's going to be like we were talking about. There's that like Dilamiter end boss monster. It's probably an elder dragon beyond Vilcana, because that's the flagship. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like this this tweet is probably not going to include spoil the final boss of the game in, a and like a statuette set that launches day and date with Iceborne. Probably probably a different thing. So that's nice right. to know. Anyway, uh, you were playing some games that are actually out now, *Porchon*.
0: Yes. Um, so I have a little side, uh, as and I didn't play much of it. Um, but I do have a decent amount of talk about it. Is So I stopped playing Mortal Kombat, um, not because I don't enjoy it or that kind of thing. I just want to get into other things. I felt like I've in quotations, mastered Shao Kahn, and I don't feel like I need to master another character. Um, And I say in quotations as you, anyone could still probably beat my butt, because I'm not really good at fighting games, but I know how to use him at least. Um, To the fact that I can just do towers with him pretty easy. However, I moved on to what I wanted to talk about is Sekiro. I went back to it. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to go back to it, uh, but a friend of mine kind of convinced me to. Um... Just talking about it, uh, he didn't like say like no, you gotta finish it. And he was like, oh cool, you know, if you're done with it, it's fine. It's, but like just him talking about how excited he was, he got, I think he beat it, or he was about to beat it or something, uh, and um, so I went back and I fought and I took like I only played literally a half hour. This is all I'm talking about, like gameplay wise. I played a half hour, but I got over the the hump. That I was stuck on which was this dude that's in armor and like yeah they all have armor what to do like no this guy was like in like seven layers of like full plate knight armor so much so he doesn't have a health bar literally he says you cannot hurt me and the game does not let you hurt him <laughs> Like, you have to do the posture damage I talked about you have to you have to like do like the the blocking like sort of stamina loss version of the damage and uh i figured out he has to have his back facing to a cliff because when you do the death blow or whatever he doesn't have dots like he doesn't even have the dots that say it's going to kill him or whatnot so you do get the dot when you get him all the way up you stab him and you kick off and he stumbles back like a good four or five steps and then he resets his his stamina like he just resets and i'm like Oh, so I figured out, he busts up, he's fighting you on a bridge that's like a covered bridge, like, you know what I'm talking about, like the Japanese like paper doors or whatever they have. Mm -hmm. It's like, those, and he breaks those as you're fighting, so like, you kick him off the side of the cliff, and it's kind of like, uh, spoilers, I guess, but whatever, everyone's already beat the game like nine times, and I've still going through the first time. I'm
1: sure. I'm sure the trophy, uh, trophy percentages show that, that everyone's beating sick
0: around. I mean, a lot of people who care to have. <laughs> but, uh, like, uh, to so this guy, he falls off the cliff and you're like, okay, I killed him. And he's talking about his son while he's fighting, but I don't normally pay attention to that stuff. But he's falling and he goes like, Robert! I guess is the name of his son, which is Strangely American sounding for such a Japanese style game, but whatever. Um, He just screams Robert, and then there's like a good like four seconds of silence, and then you hear this just gigantic like boom, and you're like, "Wow, that was him hitting the bottom. (laughs) He was in a lot of armor, (laughs) and he's dead." (laughs) So. That was fun. Like, I literally spent, like, I think it was 25 minutes, and I killed him, and then it was, like, time to go do something, uh, and then I just turned, you know, put the game on rest mode and walked away.
1: <laughs> um, that's kind of interesting. Did you have more to say about
0: Sekiro? Um, I mean, I'm gonna be playing it again. Uh, it's still hard. I've seen, uh, most of the people that have had the game that I've talked to, like, personally, and you know, like YouTubers and stuff that have talked about it have already beaten it. Um, because it's actually supposed to be easier than uh, some of the Dark Souls games. <laughs> I, sure. It's what I've heard. It's not what I'm... I'm not attesting to any of this. I feel like I got through Dark Souls 1 better I, than I got through Sekiro. And the same thing with uh, Demon Souls. Demon Souls, I feel like I... I mean, I soloed most of that thing. And some of those bosses in the, on the first try. Especially the, the final, like, four or five fights. But, anyways, like, it was just... I don't know. I've heard of a lot of people... Everyone I've talked to in person has beaten this game already. I feel like I'm behind.
1: <laughs> um, so that reminds me, uh, kind of... Uh, going to, back to Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, mm-hmm. I was in a campaign and we were fighting werewolves and like you do you get infected with lycanthropy like my character did Um, as we're reading the effects and a fun interaction was that you're immune to non-magical physical damage types
0: yeah yeah you have to be struck with either silver or magic yeah
1: so like rules is written it's not how my dm's gonna handle it but you can just like jump off cliffs and live (laughs) Like Oh unless it's a magical cliff or like a magical dirt that you hit. You're, I mean you're that golden. is
0: that is some serious like that
1: is, <laughs> It's bludgeoning <laughs> that damage is so, man I mean There's no caveat okay. in the werewolf text.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean I get what you're saying, yes, as per the stated rules. That is how that would act, but that is not how that's supposed to act in practice. <laughs> I mean,
1: they can make it force damage for falling, and they don't have to make it bludgeoning damage. Like, the same thing works with, uh, like, raging barbarians. You take half falling damage.
0: Okay, yeah, they do. And that's perfectly fair.
1: Force damage exists. There's no other, like, real reason for it exists, but it does. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I just yeah. think that was yeah. that was funny
1: because I like uh, like the monk uh, ability that you can just jump off cliffs and just choose to not take damage if they're short enough. Which is yeah. probably how I'm gonna end up using the werewolf thing. Like I'm gonna fall like you know like 50 feet and not take damage as opposed to a, a cliff. Okay. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Were you still plugging away at uh, Diablo Four? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, like, I've been. I want Diablo Four so bad, but uh, the no Titan Quest still been playing it. Um, I kind of dialed back a bit uh this week uh on just playing games in general honestly i've been kind of busy like i said my delve back into sekiro was like under a half hour almost a half hour i know this um, list but... only
1: has four games on it you must have not played anything this week
0: <laughs> in comparison is normal yeah <laughs> um but like i mean i still been playing um uh there's like I still haven't got to the new content. I know where to get to the new content. Um, I just haven't gone there yet. uh, Because I would like to finish... Because, like I said, I started a new character. But I want to finish, like, the first and second expansion content and then go to the third. Um, But you do still, like... You still have the quality of life changes and that kind of stuff. Uh, But I did have something interesting happen... Um, so I'm playing through, uh, like I said, my new character, and I beat the original boss. So uh, it's the end of Act Three. So like before any expansions, uh, I beat that boss, and a purple item dropped, which purple is the rarest item tier. And for reference, normally you don't get purples on the first playthrough. Like you have to get them on the second, and third playthrough. So I was like, okay, so why did I get a purple? And I look at it, and it's required level 80. And it's like, I don't have, like, my character that I stopped playing who has just got through his second playthrough and about ready to start the third. Like, even they're not level 80. They're not even 70. Like, or maybe they are 70, I don't know. But it's like, 80 is a far stretch for the third playthrough. So why did I get this, like sickle it was a sickle on the first playthrough so that was interesting but i have it and it's an insane amount of damage and it requires an insane amount of stats to use it it's like what what why is this even a thing it's like uh like i said i have a character it's like okay um like one of their stats is like over a thousand and it requires like three thousand and two stats and it's like I dumped everything to get a thousand in one stat. Like I, I don't even understand like what this weapon is. But you know, uh, I've
1: got a calculator out and everything, and I lost you like a paragraph ago.
0: Okay, it requires three times just, the amount just, of stats. I'm just with you. You don't have to.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: it's just like it requires three times the amount of the stats of a character who I have. <laughs> It's like it's so hard to use. However, uh, so they're like a lot of RPG, you know, ARPGs. They have like you know, like ice damage, fire damage, or whatever. So this like thing, I'm like, why is this like required so much stuff? So it has, it does. Um, it's got this weird property, and I, I'm I may be misinterpreting it, but you know, I talk about like it's like an insane amount of like stats needed for this thing. Well, the reason why is that it does. So you do your damage with the attack, which, I mean, it's got... and The weapon itself is super strong. But after the the thing hits, it then does over 10 seconds triple the amount of damage you did in bleed damage. <laughs> so huh. it's like, oh, this is why this is so hard to get. <laughs> like, this thing feels broken. Like, it's just... It's insane. Um so yeah that's a thing and it looks like super good but yeah that's about all I've had for Titan (laughs) it's like just playing a bit Um, uh, the other thing I I, I did is I have been looking for some Switch games so I just downloaded a couple like really cheap like uh, uh, just like games that I thought was interesting and the first one is like something heights it's a golf game I can't remember the full name of it um, but it was a puzzle game more than a golf game. It was like, hey, start at this position, get to the flagpole, um, but you have these cards that tell you how far you're going to hit the ball, and you tell it in what direction. So it's in a, it's in a, it's in a grid like an isometric grid where you're basically looking at the corners of a square instead of looking at square, you know, the, the sides. Uh, kind of like Cubert. You ever play Cubert? Don't Hubert?
1: square the circle.
0: You ever played the old game Qbert?
1: Uh, it's yeah, it's got that like sort of. Oh, I haven't played it personally, but I've seen the like terraced kind of
0: three uh, D. Yeah, landscape. it's like playing golf on a Cubert map, literally. Like it's hit the golf ball, it goes down terraces, and there's like cards that say, "Okay, you can chip it up and feel... move this many spaces." And I feel like just you just weird... described
1: every strategy game I've ever played, like playing golf on Qbert.
0: <laughs> that's kind of how it was. It was like golf on a keyboard stage and I finished it within two days. Like I just, but it was only like a dollar 50 cause it was on sale. So I was like, okay, I got my dollar 50 out of it. Um, so it was fun. Uh, it's a puzzle game. Not really that difficult. Um, I did all the bonus levels and everything too. Um, Although they had a secret bonus level, which, Mm. I mean, I'm just going to spoil because you probably should get it anyways. But, like, uh, I finished the game and I was missing, like, one flag because it tells you how, like, you get a flag for finishing the level. And uh, I was missing one flag and I was like, how am I missing one flag? I even did the bonus levels and I was like, and it wasn't anywhere on the level pick list. And I was like, okay. So I just watched the credits again because I skipped the credits when I beat the game, <laughs> and I watched the credits again, and I was like, okay, the end of the credits is the selection for the final level, and I was like, oh, those sneaky people, <laughs> and then I did that level, which was actually really easy, <laughs> but uh, like meant to be easy, kind of easy. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a it was a fun little romp, uh, and then um, I. I got into uh, Dungeon Delver 2, or Dangerous Dungeon 2, or something like that. And it's a roguelike game where you play a guy, or there's three guys. There's a barbarian, there's a rogue, and there's a wizard. So, Dankest
1: Dungeon 2, different to Darkest Dungeon 2. Right. Not the same, okay.
0: Yeah, so it's a side-scrolling roguelike game. And you literally, like, kill mo- monsters, get money, get experience. And you have to go through, like, different areas of this castle. So, like, every... There's, like, six areas of this castle. And at the end of every area is a boss. And there's four levels, and the fifth level is a boss level. So, you like, you just go through... And if you die, you have to restart in town. But you have, like, the beginning of a level is a checkpoint. And, like, you just have to buy armor weapons potions and trinkets to power yourself up and spend the money and it's not really that complicated it's it's a fun time sink i already beat the game with the barbarian so i made a second playthrough with the rogue that i'm doing and like each of the characters have like their own whatever special ability which the barbarians is kind of dumb it's useful but it's dumb it's like like, what's the barbarian special ability and I actually read it. It's like, oh, I take 20% less damage. Oh. That's unexciting. But, like, the rogue has a double jump and the sorcerer or wizard or whatever he is levitates. So, like, both of them are, like, it just traps are not a thing. But with the barbarian, I get killed by traps all the time. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I feel like 20% damage reduction is not... <laughs> is not good. <laughs> But yeah, I I I was just trying to find some things to play on the go, uh, which is you know, what the Switch is good at. And so I did. And that's what I I just played a couple of those. Um
1: Man so just, Like there's so much <laughs> it just looks like mobile games. Like if you look at the Switch eShop, it's just like mobile games essentially. Like indie games, it feels I can't like. Really it, yeah. Tell the difference between them. <laughs> Remember? Holy shit! Oh, dude! Remember when like Reggie or whoever claimed, "Oh yeah, we're curating a uh, select list of titles for Nintendo." <laughs> oh my god! What PR speak?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I know. It's like, no, hey. oh, no. It's
1: not that we don't have a lot of titles right now. It's that We're curating. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, I I can't wait till um what was that game, *Kings uh, of Hyrule*, the Crypt of the Necromancer* sequel comes out, because I was going back and there's only this one minute trailer out for it, but just like looking at it, you can see all the different like area, a lot of the different areas. Uh, the first game only had four areas, and you know enemy types to fit those. But just like just it's so pretty because it's it's sort of like aping on *Link to the Past*, right? With the the weird bulbous trees, and the, you know, night model and everything. But yeah. in the first game, it, the gr- the pixel art is, like, such a jump. It's, like, it's, like, 32-bit compared to the first <laughs> game. And the first game, even at that low, uh, just, like, the crude amount of pixels, like, you were able to, like, anticipate monsters animation. Like, they did wind-up animations, and they have really conveyed the monsters. Because they were all dancing to the music, right? Um... But, in the new game, I can only imagine it being clearer and just, you know, more visually uh, just visually interesting with just, oh man, I, I just really love that style of just Minish Cap, that like really detailed pixel mm-hmm. art. Not old yeah. pixel art, because some of that stuff was kind of ugly to me, uh, but just like really polished versions of it.
0: I get what you're saying. <clears throat> okay.
1: Anyway, um, this is my rant.
0: <laughs> yeah. and The only thing I played was like a really cool... The other thing else I played this week was a really cool board game because d d got canceled last night called Root. Um, I won't explain the board game because I'm just going to shortchange it and say it's fucking complicated <laughs> because it's literally... You, every player picks a race... And how you play the game is literally different per race. Um, so I will say is it was fun because they give you backstory for like the people too. And it's basically like different races of like, they're basically animals, right? So like, there's the mouse people, the Fox people and the rabbit people. Is this the Kickstarter of like, thing? Yes, it is. It is a Kickstarter game. Uh, Friend of mine has it, had, kickstarted it, and everything has the expansion also, so that's what we we're playing. And it's an interesting concept because it's like the different races are trying to um, sort of like take over and win, and to sort of take over the forest because it's not a big map. It's like literally a forest with a couple of clearings and villages in them, and it's like something like the bird people. Used to be the rulers, but they've disp- been disposed by the cat people. And the the people who are, like, the lower class are the rabbits, the mouse, and the foxes. Uh, and so there's also the river otter warriors who have always been this mercenary band and traders. And, like, um, there's the lizard cultists, which is what I played they're hilarious (laughs) and then there was like the raccoon wanderers, and it's like they're nomads so like literally like the raccoon guy was going around and just trying to become buddy buddy with people because he didn't have an army so he would be like okay i'm gonna come over here give me this equipment you crafted which you would craft equipment for victory points and i didn't do anything for you you just had it it was an item um you got the victory point for crafting it. You didn't have the victory point for having the item and he would just take him. And like my idea was to put churches everywhere essentially or gardens is what they were called. And because I had gardens in this place I could do this and um my brother he played the the oppressed people, the the people like uh, the basically the faction of the rabbit, bunny and fox people and like he had to get sympathy for the for his people in different villages and like he spent sympathy it was like all sorts of different craziness like everyone was doing something else um but it was a lot of fun um so if you guys are into complicated but fun board games that take a lot of people i suggest root <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, I was actually mistaking this for um, a different anthropomorphic Kickstarter game. Uh, which oh, is the okay. Humblewood uh, Dungeons & Dragons book. Uh, oh. Which, which has some very nice, you know, bird people art.
0: <laughs> no. No, it's not that. It's, it's called Root. Um, I had heard about it before, um, just because I have a lot of friends who are, like, super into board games. Um, I've actually... I don't know if I talked about this, but I actually... Ba- back in 2014, I backed a board game for over $200. Um, is it out it was yet? Su- Yeah, it's out. Uh, it's a successful Kickstarter. It was Myth. Um, and because I backed it at such a level, I have literally everything that game has to offer. Um, but it is actually so complicated, I have never played it. It is, oh. actually, it, it is oh. actually at... Um, a friend of mine's house, and it's been there for the past year um, for them to, every once in a while, to pick it up and try to figure out how to play it. Um, Because they have a lot of board game nights, and I'm out here in the sticks with nobody, except for my brother. It seems (laughs) like like
1: the best quality of a board game is if it's so complex that you know we can play it.
0: I know. I I feel like an idiot for backing it, but I mean, this is... It was well before. <laughs> we're talking, yeah, we're talking five years ago this happened. <laughs> so, what yeah. That?
1: I, I had this, like, hex based. Uh, when, when I was a kid, it was, like, sold in Toys R Us's. HeroScape I think it was. And you, you had all these, like, little. Uh, yes. Like, le- not Lego, like, off brand Lego, like, hexagonal tiles. And you would, this is terribly inefficient way, because they were really thin, and to build elevation, you had to just stack a bunch of them on top of each other, so you had to use a ton of tiles, and you could just put, like, trees and, like, ice pillars and, like, castle ruins and, like, desert or, or like, lava, like, tiles, too. Yeah. And, yeah, it was, like, sort of like Warhammer, you had all these minis that you could put around
0: yeah uh i I get that um I remember those games uh because at that time uh when that was like really popular I was playing Mage Knights, which is more people are gonna be familiar with hero clicks uh they're little figurines that that used to be kind of like Warhammer stuff except they had like a spin dial on the bottom to represent if they were damaged and what their attack and defense was and that kind of thing um, Mage Knight was like the fantasy version of hero clicks because um, Heroclix is like Batman, Superman, like uh, all sorts of like superheroes it's both Marvel and DC um, but like before that it was like generic like dragons and that kind of stuff um, and I played that a lot uh, but Heroscape was like similar-ish I remember because a lot of people are like oh you play Heroscape? like no 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 we don't play that we play this like Because this one is also, like Magic, it was a collectible game. Like, you had to collect the figures and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And it wasn't too expensive, because this was, like, middle school when I played this quite a lot. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that just reminded me, like, as a trip down memory lane.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I, uh... Oh, man, I think Hero Escape was defunct in, like, the 2000 O's. So, yeah, I wouldn't... I'd, I'm not sure if I would, I would recommend that game to anyone. Like, a, deck a hard of time f-
0: finding any of it, I bet, too. Just
1: just play 5e. Just, like, why, why even bother with all that physical nonsense?
0: Right. right. 5e Dungeons & Dragons, by the way. Oh, <laughs> um, well, yeah. they
1: know... Everyone's all already beat Sekiro, but they don't know what five E means.
0: Alright, alright, alright. Fine. You're right. <laughs> okay. Um I don't know. I didn't have anything else today. It was sort of just like a bunch of things I've been playing and then
1: Yeah, but I'm I just continued to, to play, play it. too much. Uh, I've just continued to play Ace Combat and you know uh I <laughs> <laughs> I tried out the, like, really intense control scheme where uh, up and down was, like, uh, pit your pitch. Um, oh, like, so that, you that made it, like, controls. But, like, yeah. left and right on the left stick would, would, like, rotate or, like, roll your aircraft from left to right, and you had to do this weird, like, combination of rolling and pitching. You had to, like, first roll to the direction you wanted to go, and then you had to, like, uh, push up or down. So you would like actually move and turn that way? That was a bit. That was a bit much. Like, kind of.
0: Oh, so you went with like realistic flight mode? No, I've, oh, I've, I've tried
1: that. I played the whole game in like normal video game control mode.
0: No, no, no. I know, but that—that's what—that's what it was. That you're saying it was like, the—that is realistic flight mode that you were trying out. Yeah, I oh, saw.
1: I saw like a YouTube video of like some pro ace combat player. And they were doing all these like rolls and like intricate shots. And like man, I want to do that. And I actually tried it. I was like, man, I don't want to do that. Uh,
0: <laughs> I don't blame you. Like, that's intense. That's a little too intense, in my opinion. Like,
1: whew. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess my criticism. Like I really love the game. It's, I think it's probably one of my favorite games this generation. If I'm really thinking about it. Um
0: Okay. Expect.
1: Yeah, my only real criticism is that you, uh, just just like the normal like normy controls, right? The normal video gamey controls, the movement there. Mm-hmm. Like it, I like
0: if, how you describe that normy controls. <laughs> yeah, the meat controls. Uh,
1: those don't have the amount of nuance that the super technical controls had. So I would, you know, I'd like to have the range of movement that the technical controls provide, but also, like, don't make me have to, like, give up my left stick moving in a direction intuitive control, you know? Yeah. I guess that's Hmm. the vestiges of it being a flight simulator and not just a video game, you know?
0: It's true. It can, yeah. I get what you're saying. It's...
1: There is, yeah, about 8th Combat, apparently. Uh, I didn't realize this because I was playing on PlayStation 4 Pro uh, Disclaimer. So apparently it had performance issues on base consoles. Which, you know, I didn't... I never really... Know. Like, it would sometimes... Like, the frame rate would dip if you, like, smacked into a wall. But, I mean, that's like a game over, right? It's not... You're not really... Impacted by that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, the ex- experience I have is smooth. It's you know, it's fine. Uh For hmm. what they're trying to do, but apparently that's. I think that's why it suffered in reviews a bit. It's just a really. Yeah. I, sorry.
0: People get so hung up on that kind of stuff, like the frame rate and that kind of thing. Like, I get why, but at the same time, it's like sometimes it's just not that big of a deal
1: <laughs> that's true like for things like um oh what i think skyrim was fine when that launched on 360
0: yeah yeah and people made a big stink about that at times it was like
1: the one time i had a problem the, the one time i had a problem with skyrim frame rate was when i i used the old uh... in dongar the ethereal crown you could uh, it would give you a second standing stone power, and you could game it so that your second standing stone power was the ritual stone, which gives you a mass resurrection, like zombie resurrection uh, power, mm-hmm. but if you take the crown off, it, it deletes that power, and if you put it back on again, it re-adds that power, so that that gets around the day cooldown of these standing stones. So what you could do is you could run through a dungeon and resurrect all the, like, Draugr zombies... And I just have them, like, rolling with you because you've uh, used the stone in this, like, gamey way in every room after could kill everything. Yeah. And when I did that and I got to the boss room, it was, it was like, 10 at frame per second on uh, 360. <laughs> so I was like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, they didn't intend for me to do this. Because <laughs> I had That's literally, like, 30 dudes on screen.
0: Kind of hilarious, like... <laughs> oh man um yeah, <laughs> okay, well um, I think that'll uh that'll do it for today unless you have anything else to add Haru
1: I uh, know we should probably stop the frame rates of this podcast. It's just getting slower and slower,
0: yeah, it's just it's coming to a crawl. <laughs> so uh thank you guys for listening. Uh this is Fort One. Uh you can find me on uh Twitter um at Hunters Hub Pod. Uh probably saw me complain about some magic cards today. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Yeah. Um so yeah, I will uh see you guys on the next quest. And on that quest where will you be, Haru? As
1: always I'm at a cane's Graham on Twitter. Um Yeah, you know, a lot of retweets, as usual. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I think next time we see you, we might be doing some E3 predictions.
0: Possibly, yes. Um, yeah, because I'm not going to be playing crap this next week, because I am in Tennessee. (laughs) I'm going on vacation. So, (laughs) um, yeah, we'll see. Although, my dad might want to play Mortal Kombat. So, I might be playing Mortal Kombat. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I expect um, maybe a
1: different deadline on, on that, that podcast. Different. Okay. Thanks for
0: awesome.